Hello, this is Mr. Knight, VP of Diversity here at St. Edward High School, along with my co-host, David Dow. You are now listening to In My Shoes Podcast. So tonight we have the Dow brothers on. They're going to be talking about brotherhood, talking about their journey from North Ridgeville to St. Edward to Michigan State to life after college for some of them. Uh, my name is Mr. James Knight. I'm the Vice President of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion here at St. Edward High School. So we're excited for the parents that are on, the students that are on tonight. Um, and so um, we thank you guys for support. A big part of the reason why we're doing this is um, David and I had a vision that we wanted to connect younger alums and just alums from St. Edward um, all throughout the years, just back to the school. And we also want to tell different stories, some stories that don't always get told about successful alums that have went to St. Edward and went on to do some really awesome things. So um, so I have Andrew and David Dow. For those of you that might not know, they are twins. And we have a younger brother, Michael Dow, <laughs> here. Um, and um, so Andrew and David, they graduated from St. Edward in 2015. They played basketball, football, ran track. They were a part of two state championships, both in football and basketball in 2014. They went on to attend Michigan State University where they played football for the Spartans for four or five years, respectively. Um, they both graduated degrees in advertising. David went on to get his master's degree in sports administration. Andrew is currently pursuing his degree. Um, um, so he's in graduate school as well, while also playing for the New Orleans Saints. Um, so he's a member of their practice squad. And then we have Michael Dow who's worked a lot with me while he was here, who graduated in 2008, three-sport athlete, part of the 2015 state championship football team. And Michael is pursuing a degree in finance. So I guess he's going to be the guy who's going to make all his money, huh? <laughs> that's, that's the plan. That's the plan, right? You got somebody, right, that's going to that's gonna manage the money, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's good and invested. So... The first question that I have for you guys and, you know, whoever wants to take it, how was it attending the same high school and university? Like, that's just a huge blessing. You think about one son going on to play Division One football at a Big Ten university, but now I can only imagine how proud your parents were just to be able to see all three sons go to Michigan State and um, education is free. Um, and then, you know, you guys go do that. And then you got your little brother following in your footsteps. Like, like talk about that. Like, how was that going to the same high school, same university? Um, do you think that experience made you guys strong as brothers or you was gonna be strong no matter what? So go ahead guys. You got it first. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, we're a very uh, tight knit family. Um, you know, my my dad's raised us that that way. Um, always, you know, treat treat each other well as brothers, and just you know, uh, playing on the field together and stuff. So yeah, having an opportunity to not only go to the same high school, 
Um, you know, and Michael was even me, me and Dave were seniors at St. Ed's. Michael was a freshman and stuff. So we get to be able to, you know, mess with him in the hallways when we see him and just have different different bonds that you don't get if you don't if you're not seeing that person in the same school, you know. And then we were able to replicate that in college it was just special, you know. And even though we didn't know it, that's what my dad had dreamed of. Um, you know, when he realized he was having three boys and he, he, he put that into motion. Um, so we're, we're definitely thankful that that all played out. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we're, we're appreciative of that. I mean, I definitely say the same thing, uh, just as far as um, being able to go to St. Anne's together, uh, just me, especially me and Andrew and Michael following our footsteps, it was definitely something that was special. Um, one thing I always talk about is it was nice to, to you know, when you went to college, Andrew and I, you know, when you can be, all right, is it coming in clear now? Yeah. Good. All right. So, like, so to be able to go to college with Andrew was kind of nice uh, to have, you know what I'm saying, like a piece of the family come with me and not kind of be on my own. So that's something that I really kind of cherished. And it was kind of special for me. And, um, you know, when things got hard in college, I always kind of had Andrew to fall back on or to lean back on and just to talk to um, in those tough times. That's awesome. What about you, Mike? Um, yeah, you know, it was a great experience um, kind of growing up, you know, like Andrew said, you know, we're a tight knit family. Um, and then also, you know, kind of, you know, going to St. Ed's after they did kind of getting the guidance, you know, uh, it's kind of a, um, just see what worked, worked for them and see, you know, also what didn't work for them. And just taking that also here at Michigan State, um, you know, we were all here together at Michigan State for one year, me and David. We're here together for two years and then just to kind of see, you know, the growth of each other um, because we've been there with each other through every, you know, stage in life. So kind of see each other grow from a third perspective is a really cool thing also. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So like our subject, our topic today is about brotherhood. So as St. Edward, we always talk about brotherhood. Like, what does that mean to you guys when you think about that? And how did you form those bonds among your peers during your time here at St. Edward. Yeah, St. Ed's really encompasses um, that, that, that family atmosphere that you strive, or, you know what I'm saying, that brotherhood, you know, being an all boys school um, and throughout your years, you know, you, you don't go in, you, you may go into St. Ed's knowing a couple of guys in your class, but by the time you graduate, your whole entire class is, is bonded together through different experiences. And a big part of that, um, I think, you know, kids that are still at St. Ed's or, you know what I'm saying, st student athletes that are at st St. Ed's continue to, you also, it's not just the, the football group, you know, it's not these selective groups. It's not just the, the black kids, you know what I'm saying, that you, um, <clears throat> that you build this bond with, you know, you're able to branch out and one of your best friends may be in the robotics club or be, maybe in an IB program. Um, so I think that's huge that you, get at St. Ed's because it is uh, an esteemed, you know, academic and athletic school. You're able to, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you branch outside of what you went into college. You grow more than just um, than who you were and who you thought you were going to be initially going into uh, high school. That's good. And I think, I think Andrew hit it right on the head just as far as like St. Ed's gives you the opportunity to diversify yourself. And that's, you know, one of the reasons that we kind of put on these Zoom sessions um, just to be able to, to you know, again, you know, we, we were athletes at St. Ed's, uh, so that's what we were around a lot of times. But, you know, we had friends across the board, um, you know, guys in our class, guys younger and older than us. So I think that's important even for, 
you know, I know we have like a lot of younger um, St. Ed, St. Current St. St. Edward students on here now uh, to, you know, I guess reach outside of your comfort zone when it comes to meeting different people, meeting different friends at St. Ed's. Um, you know what I'm saying? If you're an athlete, maybe go up and talk to somebody who's, who's in the drama program that you wouldn't normally talk to on your, you know, on your daily, um, just throughout your daily routine. I think you kind of broaden your perspective on different things. They may see some things from a different perspective that you never had and vice versa. And it's, I think it's just important to always diversify yourself. I um, mean, St. Ed's definitely kind of gives you the opportunity to do that. Yeah, you know, I'd say, you know, the Santa Rosa Brotherhood, um, like Mr. Knight said, you know, something that Santa Rosa takes pride in. And um, for me, um, you know, I've seen the Brotherhood get stronger and stronger throughout your four years. Um, so that's a really great experience. And just to kind of, uh, you know, like Andrew Davis said, you know, you might have friends that are in t totally different social groups than you or play different, you know, sports. But then, you know, you kind of reach some type of common ground and you guys kind of, um, just embrace each other over that. It's a really cool experience. That's good. I appreciate that. What about your overall experience just at St. Edward? Like, what would you say are some of your best memories? Yeah, so for me, the way, the way I look at best memories, you know, it's almost um, in like two, two categories. So one, by far, um, some of my best moments, you know, is, is winning the state championship in football, winning the state championship in basketball, basketball, you know, being able to accomplish that, that reaching that pinnacle at the level that we're at, you know, so that, that's one side of um, my best moments and best memories is, is reaching that because it's all a journey up until that moment. But at the same time, um, some of my other best moments or best memories is the day to day, you know, whether it's we're sitting at the uh, lunch table before school, going over to LeBron and the uh, Kobe highlights, you know, and just, just chatting it up with the guys and stuff like that. So, my best moment, my best memories are from the small things to the to the to the big things as well. So, and it's just the entire journey of uh, throughout being at Ed. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, just in terms of, you know, obviously you got things that you did on the field, on the court, um, you know, whatever you may do at St. Ed's extracurricular. But I think the biggest things that you take away is is the friendships and, like Andrew said, the things that you do in the classroom and, and you know in the halls of St. Ed's. Uh, like you said, we had some of the most heated conversations at those lunch tables. I know it's probably it's probably the same thing going on now, um, but those are things that you kind of remember and and um, just conversations and building those relationships with your friends and things like that. Just things that you'll never forget. Yeah, um, specifically for me, you know, I'd say my best um, moment or experience at San Jose was Kairos. A lot of the younger guys, um, you know, that's something that you know you guys have to look forward to in senior year. You know, I can't really give in detail what goes on at Kairos, but uh, just to kind of see, you know, what you were talking about earlier is that brotherhood and just kind of, you know, be able to reflect on that during Kairos, you know, during it and also after Kairos, you know, it was really special to me. And, um, you know, just like for me at St. Ed's, I just kind of like, you know, that whole time was reflection of um, things that you, you know, you've gone through freshman year to sophomore year, you know, and so on and so on. So just the kind of reflection aspect was probably the best experiences I, you know, had a You know, like, I think um, as three African-American men, you know, I think it's really powerful that you guys are like scholar athletes, you know, um, and maybe people don't know, know that, like that you guys are very great in the classroom in addition to just being on the football field, the basketball court. And I know your yeah. parents would be tremendously proud. Like, I, 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 I kind of want you guys to talk about 
like you like you're doing football at a high level and then you decide you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and get my master's degree and then you got andrew who's having the intensity of being with an nfl team right so he's with the new orleans saints and he's pursuing his master's degree like why did you do that like what 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 is the motivation behind that yeah, I think the biggest uh, motivation when you break it down in simplest form is is the the, pers- the pursuit of more knowledge. There's always knowledge out there, and for some people that you know, what I'm saying a master or um, a master's program, a master's program or a master's is not on their you know what they want to do. There's still knowledge out there. There's knowledge in books. There's knowledge in speaking with and having conversations with people like you or being on this phone call. So just um, seeking knowledge and wanting to to, to further myself. Um, you know, but also, um, you know, the three of us, you got the competitive brother nature and David, David had just got his master's from Michigan State and I can't have him telling my grandkids that he's got one more degree than me. So I, you know what I'm saying? I had to double down and start working towards getting my master's. But, you know, it's just about, like, and like you mentioned, it's not anything that we've accomplished athletically, we wouldn't have been able to accomplish or reach that goal if we weren't handling our stuff academically, whether it's Getting, whether it's being able the opportunity to get division one scholarships or to, you know, take the next step. And one thing that I know, and even being at the level that I'm at right now, football and sports in general is not a, it's not a life job. You know, I'm, I'm 23 now. Say I even have a six, seven year career. I'm 30, you know, and now it's like, okay, what do I do for the rest of my life? Or I could be where I'm at right now. And yes, I'm playing football. You know, I, I love that. And it's my number one job also, but when I come home, I can type a, a thousand word paper, you know, for to, for my submission to reach, to start earning my master's while I'm still playing. And then that makes that transition when football does end. And even for guys that, you know, when that ends in college, if you've been doing the right stuff throughout college or doing the right stuff throughout high school, as far as your academics, networking, all that type of stuff, that'll make that transition easier when, it, when the time does co- come because it comes from everybody. It's good. And uh, for me, so basically, so I had a fifth year at Michigan State, um, and that's when I got my master's. And so Andrew and I both in our undergrad, we did, we got it in advertising. And Andrew could probably tell you better than me, like I have no interest in doing anything in advertising. But um, it wasn't until I, I kind of found my passion through getting my master's. Um, and my, I got my master's in sports administration. So I want to kind of go into the business side of sports. Uh, maybe it's kind of work into, um, you know, like the diversity sector of that and diversity and inclusion, things like that. Um, and like I said, it wasn't something that I learned um, that I was really passionate about or wanted to do until I started to pursue it. So I think um, my takeaway from it is, especially to the younger people listening, is like just kind of get your feet wet with things. Like Pablo was saying last week, um, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fail. Make sure you fail fast. And uh, just kind of, you know, again, you don't have to have everything figured out just because you choose a major in college. You, you like I said, just kind of continue to experiment with different things, uh, you know, kind of find out what you're passionate about, especially if you're, you know, if you're an athlete, find out what you're passionate about outside of just playing the sport. And that's one thing I was able to kind of do. Um, and it's definitely, you know, paid pay dividend, dividends for me now. That's good. Yeah, I would say kind of. You going a master's degree too, Mike? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Mike, Michael's the best student and football player out of everybody, to be honest with you. Wow. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, yeah, you know, I think kind of what drives me, uh, you know, academically, um, you know, something I'm proud to say is, um, you know, I got I got into the Eli Bro College of Business here, and that's competitive. 
Um, I'm only um, there's only two football kids, only two football players on the team here that's in the college, and I'm one of them. So you know, I take pride in that. Um, you know, I try to compete. You know, with myself. You know, just as much as I do on the field as I do academically. So uh, just trying to uh, just trying to get the most out of myself and just trying to uh, be the best I can. You know, in the classroom is something that I try to take pride in. That's good, man. So you three have always been known as St. Edward for your work ethic. I remember my first year at St. Edward, and it was like seven o'clock at night, and I'm looking like, why are these guys here? Why don't they go home? <laughs> I'm like, go home, man. But but these guys are here late at night and and just working hard, and there's no coach there. It's like you would just – where did you get that from? Like, talk to – our families and kind of explain to them the kind of work ethic you need to be able to be successful. One, it adds, and um, two, just in life and at the next level, because you, you all were able to kind of live the dream. We have a lot of students that walk down our hallways that would love to be in your position and be able to have college paid for. So talk about how did you develop that? Where did that, where did that come from, the why behind that? Yeah, um, I think your work ethic just begins with uh, just a competitive nature, no matter what it is. And you know what I'm saying? And competitive nature can start at a young age, you know, whether it's just the little kids playing around or for us, it was even, you know, being the first person to get shotgun in the car type stuff, you know, and you're racing to the car. So just and just different things like that continue to evolve. And now you're on the, the sports field or you're in the academic classroom and you want to be successful and you want to uh, achieve success. So anything you know you're gonna to have to work hard to it you're gonna to have to stay late you're gonna to have to um, ask the tutor for a little bit more help you know and and in another big thing too just as I mentioned that never be never be discouraged to ask for help whether it's you know in, in the on the field or in the classroom asking an older guy like hey how, how do you do this or how should I do this um, but yeah so I think just it, and it takes an immense amount of work and another thing too is like you never want to and it is good to appreciate where you're where you're at throughout the journey, but you just want to continue to move forward day in and day out. But it's it's a it's a never ending process, you know. And even as you mentioned, we are successful, you know. There's still things that we're striving to accomplish, you know. So it's a it's a never ending journey of um, you know to trying to achieve the next thing. Definitely, I think one thing I'd say is uh, just you have to be like willing to do more than the average, willing to do more than like the next person. Um, that's one thing I've kind of always at least tried to pride myself on doing. Um, and I think it really kind of goes a long way. Um, and, and, you know, also another huge thing about that is make sure you have a, a, a certain, like people around you that are on that same path in terms of willing to do more hard workers and things like that, man, that's crucial. Um, you know, because like the saying goes, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So we're blessed to have been around some people at St. Edward, uh, some of our, some of our peers, some of our friends. Um, and it's, it's really kind of kind of a long way for us because they've been able to push us. We've been able to push them. And it, it just goes back to that brotherhood aspect of it of, you know, you want to be successful, have people around you that are on that same path and on that same – with that same mindset, and you'll, it'll eventually rub off on you as well. Yeah, um, kind of what I would say, uh, you know, about the work ethic, you know, I think it's a lot about choices. Um, you know, when you, when you sit down and you realize, you know um, – you don't have a choice. Like you don't have a choice to 
go to the workout or not if you want to be successful or if you want to, you know, be a starter or if you want to do that. So, like, when you kind of, you know, um, you know, different, you know, what, what choice you have and what choices you don't have, you know, kind of makes it easier. You know, if I if I want to be a starter, I got to go to this workout or I got to bust my butt or whatever it is. So kind of, you know, deciding what's a choice and what's not, you know, kind of helped me try to get to where I am with my work ethic. Yeah, and another thing on what Michael was kind of mentioning too, I think it's important for younger kids or, you know, as you're going throughout the process, whatever it is, is to not allow the result to determine your work ethic too. You know, we, we've all failed a test and you may fail the test and be like, oh, I studied, so let me not, you know, you can't allow the any result. I've, I've been cut, I've been benched, been released, you know, all, all of the above, a failed test, but you can't allow oh man, it didn't work out. So let me just, you know what I'm saying, give up. So you can't allow the result because there's there's ups and downs throughout the entire journey. There's there's trials and errors. You know, not all of us, you, you mentioned our successes, but you know, I wasn't a starter day one when I walked into St. Ed's and David didn't play until um, his third year at, at Michigan State, you know, and just different things like that. So it's just about, don't let the result, you know, determine your work ethic. Don't let, don't let it, don't uh, let a bad result deter you from working hard towards accomplishing the next thing or, or reaching the next goal. That's good. That's good. That's very valuable um, insight. What about diversity? So, you know, it's a lot that's been happening in 2020, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, we had um, a lot of, a lot of conversation around politics, around um, the killings, the killings, the murders of, of, of African-Americans across our country, like how important is diversity? Um, what does that mean to you guys? Why is that important? Take it off, David. Yeah, uh, I mean, diversity is obviously huge. Um, it's like I said, it's something I'm really uh, extremely passionate about. And which is one of the reasons why we wanted to kind of start these conversations. Um, I think it's just important to have diversity because it's important to see things from multiple perspectives, you know, um, understand things from multiple different perspectives. And even sometimes you may not necessarily understand it, but um, just kind of being able to understand that pe other pe people's perspectives are different than yours. So um, that's one thing. And another aspect for me is, uh, especially when you talk about how to create change and with all these different issues going on in the world. Um, I said this a few weeks ago, but it's important to start with the people that you're around. Pablo said it last week. You start on the ground level. Um, you know, you're not going to create change necessarily by, you know, like these, like these different celebrities and things like that, but everyone has a platform. And if we can use it in a positive direction, using it to spread awareness on certain topics in a positive way, then it can go a long way. And like I said, you want to change the world, start with one person. Um, and that's something that I always kind of, you know, like have in the back of my mind. So every conversation I go into, um, every room I step into, no matter how many people are in the room or not, that's the kind of the, the, the foot I want to put forward. Yeah, and I, I think of going off of that, you know, it's it's part of having the courage to to speak up, you know, whether when you do feel compelled to to voice your opinion, because um, a lot of times we may think, ah, I don't, I, I'm not fully educated on this, so this may come off the wrong way, or this may sound, I may sound stupid, um, as the cliche thing, but, but the person right next to you may agree with what you're saying. And you may think that they don't agree because they look a different way or they have a different background. But so just encouraging people to always use their voice, even when you think it may fall on deaf ears. Cause and sometimes it will, you know, everything you say won't um, won't reach the impact level that you may think, but it could 
you know, even like my, my thing too, even with this call, if there was one person that gets something beneficial, that, that's good enough for me, you know, that, that's satisfactory for me. So just encouraging people to have the courage to speak up and to, to voice their opinion. Uh, kind of like Andrew just said, you know, with people having their courage to speak up and voicing their opinion, you know, about diversity and things, um, you know, something I've kind of realized because, um, you know, our coach, you know, when a lot of the George Floyd stuff was happening, you know, we had a whole Zoom call with, you know, our, our whole team and we have a lot of different opinions and a lot of different, um, you know, people think different. And just to have the ability to be able to respect, you know, what other people have to say while still, you know, putting what you think out there, um, I think is really important when it comes to diversity. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're all not going to think the same things, but we all do have to respect each other. So that's kind of, you know, how I think when it comes to those type of things. That's great. So I, how, how important it is to have the right people around you, surround yourself with like-minded individuals. What would you guys say about that? Yeah, uh, that's huge. Um, as far as one thing that, and that's one thing that going to a school like St. Ed's um, automatically does for you. You know, it puts you around the right people. You could be, you know, we could have went to your public school that's right five minutes down the street, you know, but you would be naturally associated and hanging out with a different crowd, you know, but St. Ed's puts you, it begins to build that environment for you that, that can set you on the right track, you know, at, for St. Ed's, at St. Ed's for, for me, at first, it was just me and David, you know what I'm saying? It was just kicking in. That was all that type of stuff. And then, you know, Sean, who was on here earlier, you know, Troy, all, all those type of guys. And that not only, that not only us, we, we not only better them, they bettered us. It, it created a stronger bond. And then we were able to, now it's six of us, now we're able to influence eight, you know? And then that's how you, that's how you build winning cultures and all that type of stuff, um, even on the uh, athletic part. But it, it's, it's so crucial to have, a tight group of friends around you that are doing the right things. And there's days when, and the, and the reason why, because everybody's, you're not going to be firing on all cylinders every day. You're not going to be wanting to get to the workout, wanting to study a little bit more. But there's days when I wouldn't want to work out and David would be like, ah, now let's, let's go work out, you know, or he's he wants to leave the gym earlier. I'm like, let's get up 10 more shots. You, you have that push and pull dynamic, um, you know, and, and even with Michael too, you know, like me and David are always trying to accomplish the next thing and we're trying to one-up each other. And we know Michael, you know, he, he's breaking all the records behind us. So it, it's that push-pull dynamic um, that your circle, your unit is able to propel each other to, 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 um, to accomplishments that you guys never even imagined and that you wouldn't have been able to do alone as well. Yeah, I'd say, uh, you know, having a, a good group of people around you is really important too because and kind of like Andrew said, you know, you're not always going to have good days, you know. Like, um, you know, you might not always make – you know, your your choice or your decision or once might not always be the right one. And if you could have people around you who could pick you up, you know, when you want to go do something that's not smart and, you know, they're in the right state of mind and they could change your mind, you know, that's really important too. So just, you know, surround, around, surrounded by, surrounding yourself around people, you know, who have, um, you know, who want to do the right things is really important. That's great. So if you if, if if for our audience, if you have questions that you would like to ask, you can you can chat those questions in the chat box. So type those questions at this time. Um, my next question for you guys is what what role did faith play in your journey? 
How important was faith? Yeah, faith is huge. Uh, faith is huge for us. Um, I think you know, since I since I can remember, we were going to um, my parents had us going to Sunday school and things like that. Um, but I think I think it kind of happens in high school where you yeah. kind of have that shift where you go from kind of like what you're taught in the school or what you're taught in the Sunday school to like your own personal relationship, you know, with, with God. And um, I definitely felt that and experienced that, you know, at St. Ed's and then when I got to college even more. So um, like for me, for me, it's number one in my life. It has to be the most important thing because everything else flows from that, you know, and if you keep that order, you know, keep faith first, everything else in your route, everything else in your life will work out, you know, in the right way. And that's kind of how that's like been my mindset towards it. Yeah, um, you know, I say, you know, faith, you know, uh, you know, it sounds cliche, but, it, you know, it's everything. Um, you know, at St. Ed's, um, you know, my faith really, you know, strengthened because uh, I kind of learned the why behind my faith. You know, it, you know, it wasn't just my faith that my parents, you know, stressed on me. It was the, it, you know, I could actually say it was my faith now. So, um, you know, when you have good days, when you have bad days, you know, the one thing that's not going to change. God and you know the Bible that's not going to change so just kind of having that always to fall back on is really uh you know really good for me yeah and well, I think what Michael's saying is your, your, your faith is your foundation in, in anything that you do and, and really everything that you do with how you move on a day-to-day -day basis um regarding other people how you move in your academic circles how you move on on the field you know and and faith is really in everything you know as far as like I mean, if you, especially if you look across sports now, faith is at the basis of one thinking you can win a championship or thinking you can have success at that sport. You know, it. But so, so faith as like faith is the foundation for everything, and you have to have that to achieve success or to achieve, you know, whatever you're att uh, attempting to accomplish. Um, maybe you can talk about the importance of finding your passion outside of sports. You know, I think sometimes our young men sometimes struggle with finding balance. Um, I think sometimes, you know, students can place a lot of weight on the athletic part that they neglect the academic side, right? To where their passion is football, 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 and they like, I'm gonna get the scholarship. And, and when that doesn't happen, you know, then what? Or, you know, what happens when football comes to an end? You know, just talk about the importance of finding your passion outside of athletics. So one thing that my um, college coach kind of talked about for us, and this is this was kind of for like athletics versus academics was if you can't be trusted in the classroom and you can't be trusted um, to do to have your different responsibilities in the classroom, then you're not going to be able to do that on the field as well. So um, you got to be able to balance the two, you know, like, and your social life. And that, that, that starts at the high school level. And I think, you know, even if you're somebody who wants to go on and play in college or whatever, it's good. It's important to start good habits in high school so you can carry those over into college. So you don't have to learn those things when you get to college, when you're on your own for the first time, that's pivotal. And it, it's more than just athletics. It's whatever you want to do. You could just go to, you could just be going to school. Like you're not going to have your mom there to, you know what I'm saying? Do your laundry every day to wake you up, uh, make sure you're going to sleep. Um, these are things that we had to learn, you know, and, and I think it's important if you start practicing those good habits now, then when you get to college, when you move on to that next step, 
um, it'll definitely be an easier transition for you. Yeah, I think I think it's the same thing. I mean, it's not a different term, but it's exactly what we're talking about. It's just being diverse and, um, you know, being diversified what you're talented in and being diversified and what you're interested in and, and branching out in different things like that. And another thing I think is important, too, for for young kids and young men um, to, to remember, you know, we, we don't especially we, we don't all have to have it. We don't have to have it all figured out. You know, that, that's something that's kind of pressured upon us at times or you know we may see someone else getting involved in this and you know and I, I was kind of one of those guys like man you know what he wants to do I, I just maybe just about a year ago I started figuring out okay you know I, I, I now think I have an idea of what I want to get into next you know so don't don't rush that process as well it's part of life's journey figuring out what you want to do um, but you you build that throughout your high school experience throughout your college experience going to this different club talking to this different group of people. And then that's how you find your interest. That's how you discover different passions outside of the sports passion that we've, we've been raised in or that we've, we've uh, had for our entire lives. Yes. Awesome. Hello. So Desmond wanted to know, like, how do you balance academics, social life, sports, like you, you guys are doing it at a high level. Like, how do you balance that? And how do you, so maybe talk about it. One, you can maybe talk about how do you balance it when you're at St. Edward? And then another one, another one of the brothers could talk about how did you balance it at Michigan State? And then um, then maybe, Angie, you talk about it from being a, a NFL player. Like, how do you balance it? So, um, so, so Mike, you talk about it from high school. David, you talk about it from college. And Andrew, maybe you could tackle it just far as like being an NFL player and how you balance those things. Yeah. Um, you know, how I balance it at St. Edward is, you know, being proactive. You know, you know that there's going to be assignments, you know, doing class. So, you know, just kind of be just keeping yourself on top of that and not letting it, you know, be like, all right, it's a day before the test. Now I got to study. Well, if you study throughout the week or the two weeks that you know that's coming up, you know, you'll be able to attack that better. Um, socially, you know, I'll just say, you know, sometimes, you know, going to St. Edward and, you know, it's a big group of people, you know, coming together in one school, um, just trying to try to branch out and meet new people. And, you know, uh, you know, eventually, you know, you'll find you'll find your kind of group where, you know, you fit, you feel like you'll fit in. And then um, um, with sports, um, I would just say, uh you know, the same thing as far as academics, you know, you know, um, just be prepared, you know, you know, be on time, um, you know, don't shoot yourself in the foot, you know, you know, have a good attitude when you come to sports and stuff. And if you try to do those, you know, things, uh, you know, it all work out. So from the college level, uh, Dave Clark just said it in the chat, man, I think it's important, like you have to be a student athlete first with the obviously the focus on the student part first. Um, coach Izzo, the basketball coach at Michigan State, one thing he always tells guys when they're getting recruited is, you know, you have to balance your, like, like Desmond said, your, your academic life, your social life, and then your athletic life as well. One of those three have to give for the other two to be successful. So it's up to you to understand which, which of those three or which two of those three are important. And then the other one may have to be balanced out or may have to be cut down more for those other two to thrive like you want them to. So again, obviously academics comes first and then the athletic side and then the social life is everything after you, after you 
have those first two on, in order, that the social life comes after that. And again, kind of like Michael said, it, it's, it's really no different from the, like I said, because you, you kind of start those good habits in high school and they carry over to college. So if you know you got something to do, you know that, you know, you may have to study for something, whatever it may be, get that out the way, you know, don't wait to the last minute to do that. Don't wait to the last minute where now you at practice, you know, shooting, shooting uh, free throws or you at, you know, doing different drills in, in football practice, but now you worried about a paper that you got to type that night. So you pressed about two different things. You know, that's a real thing. I, I've experienced that multiple times. I'm not going to lie, but get that stuff out of the way so you can handle the football side of things or, the, or the, the athletic side of things. And then after that, guess what? Then you do your thing on the field or the court. Now you go kick it with your friends and handle your social life and everything like that. So make sure you have, keep, keep, keep the most important thing, you know, first and, and then kind of go from there. And that's kind of how, how I've always attacked it. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, what David's mentioned is, you know, just prioritizing things, um, you know, and just as we're talking about our successes as well, as we're talking about our, as our successes, I think it's also important to, you know, mention a few failures um, as far as like early on at Michigan State, I would have liked to, and I should have gotten off to a better start academically. Um, I was playing as a true freshman on the football team and stuff. And you know what I'm saying? I, I was all in on that, but I wasn't necessarily, I could have been doing better on my books as well. And that's something that we were able to, me and David both were able to pass or to express to Michael and he's been able to get off to a, a great start, you know, uh, athletically and academically at um, <clears throat> Michigan State. But on the, on the professional level, the way I look at it, as far as balancing everything, you know, um, <clears throat> one, one thing that, that I take pride in and I like is just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm around some great guys right now and as far as in the locker room, whether it's a Drew Brees or, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, who he's very active in uh, different communities and, and, and speaking his voice. So just kind of watching it, what, what I try to do now, since I am a professional and which is one thing that you can do at no matter whatever level it is, is treat it like a professional, handle your schoolwork like you're a professional, you know, ha handle, handle um, your ac academics and athletics in a professional level in a professional manner, whether it's dressing your teachers and all that type of stuff because it will pay off in the end. And if you do reach the highest level, that's what you are. And that's how you have to carry yourself, whether that's being the first one to the class or staying late and asking the teacher, you know, carrying yourself and doing all of those things to check off those boxes. Um, and so the, the biggest thing is just taking it as a professional. I try to be the first one in the meeting room every day and just different things like that. And, and just to touch off of what Andrew said, I think um, even socially as well, like if, if you, one way I always kind of try to balance is like, if you are, you know, whether it's going out, hanging out with friends, whatever it is, if you feel like only you truly know if that's taken away from what you're doing on the field or on the court or what you're doing in the classroom. And that's something that you gotta be honest with yourself about. If, if you feel like you're taking care of business in those two areas, then whatever you're doing, continue to do it. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's definitely something that you got to gauge. Um, and, you know, obviously this is like more of like a high school platform, but just make sure that you're kind of taking care of those things, um, taking care of the academics and the athletic side first, everything else will take care of itself. Good. That's good. We appreciate that. Um, Charles has a question. He, he wanted to know how well prepared were each of you for college starting day one after attending St. Edward? Um, so the second part of that question is what were your big, what were some of your biggest challenges? So do you feel like St. Edward prepared you day one, you know, academically, socially for what college is going to throw at you? Um, 
And what was some of your biggest challenges? Yeah, I definitely say uh, Saint Edward prepared me, you know, academically. Uh, you know, you know the workload at Saint Edward, you know, was probably harder. Um, not the material or content, but the workload, you know, was probably more and harder um, than my freshman year in college. So I definitely felt like I was prepared um, in that way. Um, socially, yeah, you know, because you know, just like Saint Ed's is, where it's a whole bunch of individuals coming together to go to school. You know, college is the same way especially when you go out of state and you have to make new friends and, you know, you're meeting people for the first time and you're away from home, you know, St. Ed's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of like that too. So St. Ed's definitely prepared me um, academically and also socially. Go ahead, David. I, I think uh, for me, um, I think, yeah, St. Ed's definitely prepared me, but one, and, I, and obviously you got to, you know, there's certain things we're going to, you know, deal with or experience in college that, um, you just kind of got to figure it out and learn on your own and, and kind of learn as you go. But um, for anybody that, you know, is looking at um, kind of making their college decision or is like a, in that junior, senior year range, um, the biggest thing I can tell you guys is make sure that you get off to a good start in college. Like that's the most pivotal thing. Um, and, and because, again, when you first get on the campus, the natural thing you're going to want to do is, you know, do what everybody else is doing, partying, whatever else may be. But if you can get off to a good start and keep those same um, study habits and things like that that you learned at St. Ed's and not not kind of veer from that, it'll take you a long way when you're you know a sophomore, junior, and senior in college, and, and then you'll be able to you know um, things will, the the load will be a lot easier if you kind of get like don't dig yourself a hole and get off to a really good start. Yeah, just to echo what David was saying, I think that's kind of what I did. You know, and the one thing that I would have done differently is all these habits, all these um, study hours, you know, the the um, repetition, the routine that I had built up academically um, throughout my time at St. Ed's. I kind of got away from, you know, my first two semesters in college. Um, and like you said, that can potentially set you back, you know, um, and now obviously you're still able to overcome that and, you know, do different things and still graduate in three and a half years and all that type of stuff. But you don't you can give yourself a, a, a less of a harder route you can make the, the ending a little bit easier um, if you stick to the habits and everything that you're learning while you're at St. Ed's and while you're in high school that, that, that transition you'll be well prepared for college so I appreciate that so like and um, in closing like what would be one thing you wish you would have done differently at St. Ed's that you want to pass on to the students, um, like what 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 would be that word of advice that you would want to give? The biggest thing for me um, is just like I said, like diversify yourself. Don't just hang out if you're an athlete. Don't just hang out with the athletes. Uh, you know, hang out with people from or it, it, that. Not only hang out with different types of people, but get involved with the. There's so many different extracurricular things that Saint Ed's provides provides. So get involved with those different things, get involved with those, um, you know, those different programs and things like that and diversify yourself. It's just important. And you don't really learn it until you're out of college. And because you're going to meet multiple different people from multiple different walks of life. And that's one thing, one of the reasons we kind of started this up to just see things from multiple different perspectives, meet multiple different types of people and uh, just never stop. Um, like I said, continue to diversify yourself and never stop growing. And that's one thing that I wish I would have done a little bit more at St. Ed's, not just been kind of so 
um, like kind of like been in like more of like a click, but just reached out to more, more different types of people that weren't necessarily into the same things that I was because you never know the type of, the type of connections and, um, you know, just the comparisons that you guys might have. You know, David, you, you, cause you interviewed Pablo and Ferris um, last week who started their own business. And, you know, one of the things they talked about was the Ken Layden program and just being able to take advantage of getting money in high school to kind of help fund their business idea, you know, right. and just to use that. So I know a lot of kids when they kind of leave saying they, were, they have a desire to study business or go in finance, but there are investment clubs here where kids can kind of learn how to learn about stocks and things of that nature. So, so I, I'm totally with you on that. What about yeah, you, Andrew? Yeah, um, just kind of to addressing what you just said. Yeah, I think, you know, it's at St. Ed's and throughout your time in life, you know, leave, leave no uh, stone unturned, you know, always go seek uh, more advice or seek more knowledge and seek, figure out what this club has to offer, or this thing has to offer. But one thing that, you know, I could have done better was truly just take in all of the advice from people that were providing it to me, whether it was a coach or a teacher, you know. Um, there's certain things, you know, whether it's as men or whatever, you know, it's like, oh, no, I, I got this, right? you know what I'm saying? I, I'll, I'll get it figured out type of stuff. But then you look up and you're in a situation, it's like, oh, they told me exactly about that. You know, they they they, they taught me this, um, you know, whether that's your parents, your mom, you know, your dad, um, different uh, teachers at school. So just soaking in all the knowledge from the people that are around you, um, whether that's the St. Ed's community or whether that's different communities that you're around. So just soaking in all the knowledge and taking in everybody's advice and figuring out when someone gives you advice, don't look at it and be like, I, I can't use this. Figure it out, decipher it, take it in and figure out how to best apply it to your life and how it can best impact you and influence you into uh, having success. Yeah. Um, you know, what I would do, you know, if I changed anything that I did at San Edward, uh, you know, I would just try to live in the present, you know, more. I think that, you know, sometimes in high school, you know, especially towards your end of your two years, you know, if you're playing sports, you know, you're worried about trying to get offers or, you know, if you're just going to school academically, you know, you're worried about, um, you know, where am I going to go to college at or things like that. But when you really just, you know, focus on the present, you know, I think that, you know, everything else will work out. So, um, you know, college is a great experience. So just, you know, soak it all in, you know, especially your senior year, you know, your senior year, you're always looking to what's next and, you know, you know, enjoy prom or enjoy you know that last semester whatever it is just enjoy your time at St. Ed's because you know high school really is um you know a blessing man it's been awesome you know I I, I just I just my prayers that our, our our students really take this valuable advice you know I know as a father you know I have sons on this call I see CJ sitting with his mom, his mom giving him that look like, I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to get on you tomorrow in class, CJ. So uh, I'm just joking. But um, I just think it's important for us to just take advantage of these resources. So, you know, I, I've talked to these guys, you know, um, you know, our time's kind of come to an end. If you ever want to reach out to Andrew, David or Michael, they're here for you. That's the benefit of being a part of this community here at St. Edward is that you have people who, who've gone before you, who've been in your shoes and your situation. Maybe you need advice. Maybe you're trying to make it to the next level. Maybe you're trying to balance these things. Maybe you want to be able to ask them something that's more personal. 
these guys, you know, they love St. Edward and then they care a lot about you guys. So um, take advantage of it, you know? And so I appreciate everyone for your time tonight. Any last words, anything you guys want to say before we sign off? I'm just appreciative um, for everybody that tuned in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like I'm, I'm humbled to be able to exp kind of share our story um, with you guys. And uh, like, like Mr. Knight said, if anyone wants to reach out and talk more, I'm uh, more than willing. Yeah, and uh, same thing, you know, <clears throat> mentioned some our accomplishments and things that we've done throughout life, you know, but one of my, my most proudest accomplishments is being a, a St. Ed's alum. So, yeah, if anybody needs anything, reach out to us, you know, find us on social media and stuff like that. We'll always get back to you in a timely matter and, and you know, help you out with whatever it is. Awesome. Well, thank you, parents. Um, I want to thank the Dows, Mr. and Mrs. Dows. You, you guys raised some great Great sons, you know, I, I work out with your dad sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Playing fitness. Yeah, we be talking, we be talking it up. So small world. So um everyone have a good night. We appreciate it.